0: Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming. We hope you enjoy our episode. Fine, fine, fine. Settle, settle down, children. Settle down. We will, we will tell another story. So be it. Yes. And at least you're willing to listen. All right. Who has the the uh, Crunch Beetles? With Jills. Jills, bring them in. Bring them here. Yes. Ah, good, good. Can't tell stories without Tigraran Crunch Beetles. Perish the thought. What will I tell you about? Well, 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 ah, we will go back to my days on the sea. See, I used to be part of an expedition. We sailed the North Seas between Solitude and, well, just more sea, really. There's there's nothing really in that area to the north other than Solitude and the, the giants and the Goliath folk. But, well, well, there is one other thing in the North Sea a large island, floating, floating there in the middle of the sea. It's known as Treren. But Treren is, uh, we'll say, a unique land, in that it moves, not particularly quickly, to be fair, but moves constantly. Why, you ask, does it move? Well, that's an excellent question, children. You know what a dragon is. Of course you know what a dragon is. Great winged beasts breathe fire, or poison gas, or lightning. Very dangerous. Barely ever see them in stories. Even more rare is the dragon turtle. Yes, yes, like, yes. Like the ones by the river, turtle. Yes, dragon turtle. Both great sea creature and great... Beast of the air at the same time, except, well, most dragon turtles can't fly. The oldest dragon turtle, and subsequently the largest dragon turtle, goes by the name simply of Yes, Yes, the island is the dragon turtle, floating along in the sea, making his way from port to port, taking its dragon-bound along their trade routes. No, no, they live on the dragon turtle. Treron is both king and nation, I suppose. Protector, ruler, and home. The dragon bound of Treron sell their wares harvested only from the sea. Things you can't get anywhere else. The great pearls. The prismarian stones most beautiful, beautiful gems, harvested from the deep sea lava crags. Only accessible to them, and their city on the back of the great dragon turtle. How old is he? <laughs> Treven is not only the oldest of the dragon turtles, but he is the oldest of all dragons, at least on this plane. Yes, there are other. Pla- that's not. A, that's a story for a different time. There are other planes. We will not cover that right now. We don't have time. There are not that many Crunch Beetles left. We we'll would never get through the whole thing. So Traran. Uh, well, no one, I suppose, other than perhaps Traran, knows how old Traran actually is. He was but a young, dragon turtle, perhaps only a, a few hundred feet. Uh, across no real livable land mass there when the first dragonbound came to follow Treron, lashing boats and sailing across the seas behind him eventually as Treron grew so did the colony as the colony grew the need to move beyond the ships came and so they built on the great dragon turtle living, working their whole lives on the back of this great beast. To my knowledge now, they are a hundred generations deep. All who have lived the majority of their lives in service and in solitude with the great dragon turtle. And he takes them about, protects them from pirates and all the great sea creatures of the great North Sea, and moves them around, along their trade routes, helping them to establish themselves and grow the colony further. It is truly a sight to behold. Um, maybe you can see it one day. Treyn and the colony still float along, going port to port along the edges of the North Sea, bringing all those beautiful, beautiful things that cannot be found elsewhere with them. I, I remember clearly that first day, the first day we came upon it, the captain and the the older crew members were careful not to tell my young, inexperienced dwarf self what it is I would see, and I would not have believed them. It was a sight to behold, and, and there are there are nice enough people, the Terrans, uh, They're merchants, and they have their prices. They don't particularly enjoy haggling, but but they are kind people, and they understand what it means to live within their means, as only they have what the sea gives them, and what the Great Shepherd provides. It truly is a thing to behold, and, and perhaps one day you can experience it yourself, I'm told. The Great Dragon Turtle is quite friendly, as long as he knows he can trust you. What else is in the sea? Well, <laughs> the North Sea holds many, I wonder. There are other sea creatures, to be sure. Great, great monstrosities that I, I couldn't even begin to explain to you. You wouldn't understand them. They're truly something you have to see to believe, I suppose. You know, let let me tell you. There is one other small civilization that calls the North Sea its home. Far... Far past the reaches of any regular group, in an area largely only seen by explorers and expeditions, and I suppose the Trarans themselves. They live a group, a very small group, not even probably large enough to be called a colony. Most do not even know they're there unless they've interacted with them. They live on the shores of solitude. But the Goli and the Goliath, they leave them alone. To they're hard to even encounter or catch a sight of. I, I've only seen them myself a few times. A group of people who have adopted the sea as their home, but neither on ship nor the back of great creature. No, no, no. These, the deep divers, as we have come to call them, live in the ocean. They were not, I don't suppose, necessarily originally aquatic in nature, my understanding is they fled from some group invading their homeland. They simply moved as far to the edges and the coast as they could, and when there was no further to go, they took to the water, adapting the newest and greatest things that could be created to help them survive. Platforms for diving and latching hold of, some kind of great air pockets that they create underwater that allows them to build and come and go individual breathing bubbles allows them to traverse the seas even to the deepest depths they've even become accustomed to the great pressure near the bottom of the sea for it is immense and immensely dangerous but there they are comfortable they know nothing else at this point generations pass and you adjust, you adapt, you evolve. It is their survival, and the Great Shepherd blesses them with the ability to call the sea their home, quite literally. They are a unique and diverse group. Some come to them still now, who seek refuge, and learn to adapt to the life of a deep diver. Only on the surface for moments at a time, and rarely ever is it necessary. So accustomed to the the ways of the sea are they. Truly is something I find most intriguing. Not that I would wish to experience it myself. It is not a life of uh, profound abundance, I suppose. Only what you can keep with you and carry with you, for they are nomadic people, never staying too long in one place, lest they be found, or lest the sea become too much for what they are capable. The sea is a dangerous place. It holds many great creatures. Not just the dragon turtle and his dragon bound. No, many a great dangerous creature not so sentient and aware of its surroundings that it can be negotiated or traded with. They are dangerous. I suppose it is of some benefit to the deep divers as why on earth would you dare bother with the North Sea? In some places, it's truly unimaginably dangerous. Dangerous for them, but dangerous enough to keep the rest of us away. Which I suppose is how they like it to some extent. It's a security net. A protection. They do come ashore occasionally, I suppose, yes. Supplies trading with the Trerans and other merchant groups for only what is absolutely necessary and that the seed does not naturally provide. And they do have much to sell. Many ships go down in that area, It is uh, quite a dangerous area and there is much to be found on the ocean's bottom. Much treasure, much bounty, much loss that they can reclaim and use to strengthen themselves and their own society. It's a vicious, dangerous, and frankly heartbreaking cycle, but one that is truly, for them, an immense blessing. You never know... your blessings come from little ones they are not something to be taken for granted they are to be embraced it is for us to thank the great shepherd for the moments where he does bless us and protect us and keep us safe and watch over us as he does for we are not deserving but he loves us so much so much more than we can ever imagine Yes, yes, we will take a break, we will take a break, fine, fine. Go run around, stretch your legs. You're getting fidgety. That energy needs to go somewhere. Go, go, go. Of course, there are more stories. Dragons? Uh, Perhaps I have another dragon tale or two, as uncommon as they may be here. All right, settled, settle again. You refilled the crunchers, good. Everyone has water... A grevarian juice. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Then we will continue. So, you wanted another dragon story, but not one near the water. You don't like the water. So be it. We will not be anywhere near the water. There was a time in my training before I set to the sea. Training inland and going about the countryside as something of an adventurer, I suppose. Really more of a soldier than anything else, but we did get to see a great many wondrous things. Near Vr, not, I suppose, too far from here, up in the high mountains, past the volcanoes, through the passages, near the peaks, there lays a dragon roost of a creature I have only seen myself from a long distance, for she is hard to miss when she wishes to be seen her name is a mare rushing comet that is what the people of the area tell me they call her as they can see day and night as she lights up the sky blazing a trail across wherever she goes mountain to mountain to the volcano where she lays her eggs and back again as she continues her journey ever forward, ever moving, ever lighting the sky that all may see the rushing movements of the comet. For many years, I'm told, they actually thought she was simply a celestial body moving across the sky, coming and going. It was not till an expedition got closer to the volcanic peaks that they realized that this was a great creature, and they should be worried. They neared the roost, the housing of yet another batch of her young dragon whelps, fresh from the egg, still yet needing to be fed by their mother, and looked after. And they had gotten almost too close until she appeared in the great night sky. So bright was it that it woke them from a dead sleep. A flash across the sky, burning trails, a sight to behold, I'm told, but one that if you ever behold too close, simply means you have angered her. She is a great creature, and known to many as the mother of dragons, at least of this generation of dragons. Sure, there are many, like Treron. And others who long predate Ymir. But the new generations, the young ones, the drakes, the wormlings, those small broodlings, they are hers. She brings them forth and makes sure they make their way out into the world. Her dragon bound, a small collective of monks that no one even knew existed until near this time who stay hidden in the mountains near her, helping her protect and raise the young as they go forth on their life's journeys, away from their mother. She is a glorious sight. I have seen her but for miles, but the trail of pinks and purples and bright oranges. It is almost... I cannot do it... It's due. You will never truly understand unless you get to experience it, but she is, as a mother should be, protective. Watch where you travel, lest you get too close and get to see Her Majesty up close. Now you don't, you don't want any more dragons. We're done with dragons. We're done with dragons for now. We'll come back to dragons. Okay. Who did I sail with? My children, it has been years. I barely remember that crew. Let me tell you of one young, young man on that ship. His first voyage at sea was my last. To my knowledge, he is still a member of the crew, of the great Crinnellan. What a vessel she was. And I suppose still is, though it has been years since I've seen her. His name? His name is Felix. Well, I called him Felix. But to those who meet him for the first time, he is not Felix. He is the prototype. (laughs) A brash and headstrong lad. Something of an athlete? Uh, Former gladiator and wrestler entertainer of sorts, I suppose. Loved across the plain for his antics, his daring do, and his ability in combat. Combat of a, a different sort, certainly not life or death, simply for sport. Felix Chena. What a young man that was. Strong or clad. But kind willing to interact with anyone, anywhere he went. Those he met come to respect him for what he did for those around him, what he meant to those around him. And just how much of a character the prototype truly was. The prototype, I suppose, was something of a name that you could not keep forever, one would expect. First, Finchley... The prototype must be proven to work, must be proven to be established. But as a foundation, the prototype tells you all you need to know, the baseline, for which all other that come after it strive to be and strive to improve upon. That is where Felix started. He was our champion. Champion of what? What do you mean, champion of what? You don't. You d- mm. No, 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 no. Now is not the time for that story. That story is for a different time. I will tell you the championship trails and trials and tribulations of Felix the prototype Chena. That is for a different time. It was a different time. I miss those days. I miss that ship. Oh, I apologize. That was another water story, I suppose, as it was about the ship. Ah. Then we will take to the air. Go refill your drinks, go. Go, go, When you return, well, there will be a ship included. But we will not be worried about what they do aboard the boat, but what is done in the air above it. All right, everyone, you're you're settled in, you're settled in, good, yes. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you of the Challenger, a ship that sails the North Sea. Yeah, I know, I said no more sea. I'm less interested in the Challenger, more interested in the group that makes their home. For the Challenger is not just a ship of sailors and captains, exploration. It is the home of the Wings God, a group of explorers, scouts, navigators, creators, engineers, those who work with their hands to do the unimaginable. Children, let me tell you, as as a dwarf, I never hope to be able to fly. It is not for my people. And it is not something I will ever be capable of. But the wings guard; they move beyond that. The beyond, to the beyond, I suppose. Soaring higher and higher on the back of the great, the great winged Janen. You've never seen a Janen. I'll be right back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, here, uh, page... 97 in my journal, I believe it's, wait, 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 ah, yes, here, 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 here's a, here's a simple drawing of a Jinnan. Yes, yes, I, I know that's probably not what its eyes look like, I can never draw eyes. It's not my fault. Yes, yes, this is a Jinnan, great winged creature. Centuries old. They come and go, soaring high from the mountain peaks, but they are, they are friendly friendly creature, and they have a bond they establish with the rider. The wings guard take to the back and soar off into the sky, taking off from the challenger whatever location they have established as their home, and go off and set forth to explore, to bring messages. They carry the mail. Yes, the mail. The letters that come to your parents. The missives that come from across the kingdom to tell us of news. The wing's guard bring them here. By night they fly. Soaring through the sky, deeply dangerous. The places they travel, children, are is magnificent to see. They come and go. Telling the stories that need to be told. Bringing information. And bringing information back. Exploring the world, I knew many a wing's god. There was a spot on our ship where they could land, and the creatures would be kept and the pilots could rest, regain their strength, refill their supplies, and take off again. It was sight to behold. Wings six feet across on either side, taken to the air with a stern push that would rock the ship for several minutes tossing us about but when that creature took off you could feel the strength in its wings it was a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. perhaps perhaps when the mail comes in two weeks you can all stay up and see the great creature and its rider as it comes to town leaving supplies orders for our local guards and even news from across the plain yes we will we will talk to your parents yes we will see if it's possible i would like you to be able to see these creatures and meet the people who ride them and see see what truly a beautiful bond it is between rider and creature one dependent on the other for if the creature falls and fails the rider goes with them and the creature selflessly giving the opportunity to show the wonder of the great shepherd's creation from the sky to creatures that could not hope to ever experience it in the same manner it is truly wonderful Yes, 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 well, your mother is right. It is time for you to go, fine, one more, and then you go to bed. You must get plenty of rest tonight if you're going to stay up tomorrow night to see the wing's guard come to town. Well, let's see. No more dragons. No more North Sea. No more ships. And nothing that flies. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Let me tell you the story of a most peculiar young man who came to this town some time ago in search of crates of supplies. What a character he was. His name? His name was Ansel and he represented. Agate Accounting, Incorporated. Most unusual young man, some some kind of business and mathematically minded young man. Immensely high-waisted pants and an imaginatively large hat. Oh, what a character he was with his lists and papers and tabulation charts. Riding on some kind of green lizard, I believe he called her Littlefoot. A sight they were to behold, riding around with, I believe, some kind of monk, a druid, a mage of sorts, and a man with scimitars. Certainly a weapon I do not see often in this area. I'm, I'm frankly not sure where they were going. They were picking up supplies of some kind. I believe they were heading out far to the east in search of some kind of tower? of some sort. I believe there was a tower they were looking for and perhaps uh, some kind of gateway. I don't know where. He said something about another plane. Yes, we covered this earlier. There are other planes. Lots of them. There's the Crimson Plane, the Plane of Elemental Air, the Plane of Light. Uh, Let's see, there's the Plane of Just Jellyfish. Yes, Just Jellyfish. There's nothing else there. I mean, water. Right, I said no water, I apologize. Uh, Let's see, there is the plane of pure gold. No, you don't want to go there, nothing moves. Can't bring anything back with you. It's just very bright. Deeply disappointed. Or so I'm told. Of course I've not seen it, how would I have seen a plane of pure gold? You children in your imaginations. Uh, Let's see, there's the plane of volcanic lava and... Well, mostly volcanic lava. It it doesn't actually have a name. It's just a plane of volcanic lava. It seems... Yeah, I'm told it's very dangerous. No, I've not... Stop asking if I've been to different planes. Of course I've not been to different planes more than a couple of times. I I said I hadn't been to different planes. Stop bringing it up. This is not important. I tell you what, that... uh, It is time for bed, little ones. Yes, yes, tomorrow... We will tell you more stories. Of course are welcome and thank you thank you for listening it is good to be able to tell you these stories it is uh, meaningful to me too to share my experiences okay everybody thank you uh, thank you guys for listening to this this is kind of a I realized we had a gap in our scheduling so this is sort of a fill in the blank item uh, for use as we continue to get ready for the start of season four uh, and some other really exciting projects we have coming up. We have uh, two other game systems we're going to be exploring soon with different groups of people on the channel, one for one shot, hopefully, and one maybe for a little longer. Um, I'm very excited to see where that one goes. That was going to be a, a unique experience, and I'll be back with a character sheet, not behind the, the proverbial DM screen. I will be playing in that game um i'm very excited to see where that goes uh, so yeah we have a lot of cool stuff coming up uh, hopefully some other opportunities we really appreciate you guys listening uh we've we've been getting emails for some time now just kind of randomly off and on and comments on the old website thank you guys for reaching out we appreciate that you're listening we appreciate that you enjoyed what we're doing i know we're kind of random and nonsensical as you've heard for the last 30 minutes, that's kind of what, just what we do. It's kind of what I do. But the fact that you enjoy it means the world to me. Thank you for so much for your support, for all your help. Oh, shout out to people like Justin, my boy, Shilvery Bean, uh, Greg, for just the help behind the scenes. DM Dad, Grant, Peter, Shanine, Andrea, Ben, Daniel william jenny jonathan and jenna back from season one thank you so much for what you guys have done for the show for all the help you've been to us to me uh, over the last couple of years thank you for all you do to our patreon backers thank you for your support it, it helps us do extra things helps me bring in an editor every once in a while Truly appreciate y'all's support. It, it means the ton to me. It means the world to us. JD, Stephanie, Brian, Doug, Andrew and Christina, Ashley, Tony, Joanne, other Ryan, different, not me, Ryan, other Ryan. We thank you guys. appreciate all for you, you do for supporting us, helping us out, helping make this show what it is. Uh, to the season four cast hope you guys are excited we're going to be getting into that stuff very soon hope you guys in the audience are excited for whatever kind of nonsense the uh, now dubbed sage seven uh will bring to the table uh and i haven't posted it online yet but shout out to um from the christian nerds unite podcast Uh, my man, Ricky, uh, host of the Christian Urge Unite podcast, fantastic Facebook page, also to go check out. Man loves throwing around a good meme on there. Go give them a follow. Go listen to the show. He has a lot of cool content creators on, different folks from all across the spectrum of, of Christians who do fun and cool things. Go check that out. He actually drew a logo, like a, an actual flag, a banner for the Sage 7 that I've shown to the group. And hopefully we'll post on social media soon. Uh, so very much appreciate that. If you want to do fan art, I am not going to tell you no. Cityonahillgaming at gmail.com. Feel free to send us stuff. That would be fantastic. Um, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash uh, CityOnTheHillGaming.com which I think actually at this point just redirects to Captivate.fm slash CityOnTheHillGaming. I believe that's right. Um, follow us on Twitter. That's uh, where I normally post updates when new episodes come out. We have an Instagram. I I check it once every six months. It's probably not even actually that often. Uh, so apologies if you tag us on stuff on Instagram. I do not check that often enough. Follow us on TikTok. We don't, we don't have a TikTok. Don't follow us on TikTok. Use our promo code at NordVPN. We we also don't have a NordVPN promo code. That would be hilarious, um, but we do not have that uh, yet. You know what? Yet the references continue until we get a promo code Nord. Don't don't count on it. That's probably not actually true, but it would be funny. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us for tuning into our nonsense. For being part of this awesome community. Uh, and and keep checking out other cool people in the community. There are so many other cool podcasts, whether we've had them on the show or not. Look look for other things. Use the hashtag. I think it's Gee Christian Twitter on Twitter. I believe that's the hashtag Shanine uses. It's a big group of people. Go give a bunch of them a follow. Check out the things they're doing. There are a ton of great folks in this community who want to provide you with cool, family-friendly, faith-based, nerdy content. Not even always nerdy. Just family-friendly, faith-based content. And there's so much of it for you to enjoy and take in. Made by so many cool people. Twitch streams, podcasts, all sorts of awesome things. Music. Just a ton of it. Go look for it. There are a ton of great people we've met in this community. Too many to name because I will forget people, so I'm not even going to try. Thank you for all you guys do, for all the content you make, for what it means to this community to have the opportunity to listen to this kind of stuff. We Thank you for listening. Thank you for all you do. We love you. Have a blessed day. Season 4, starting soon. Thanks for listening to City on a Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us on Twitter at City on a Hill Game, on Instagram at City on a Hill Gaming, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash City on a Hill Gaming, or wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for City on a Hill Gaming. If you want to hear more from the Saving the Game folks, you can find their backlog of episodes at stgcast.org. Thanks, as always, to our Patreon backers, Stephanie, Ryan, Brian, Doug, JD, Andrew, Christina, Ashley, Joanne, and Tony. We really appreciate everything you guys do to support the show. Thanks for listening, and have a blessed day.